An app is launching today to help people learn how to speak about sport in te reo Māori. Veteran broadcaster Hemana Waka did not set out to write a dictionary, but over 35 years covering sports events realised that essentially what he's done, or that is, he realised that is essentially what he has done, paving the way for the expansion of Māori sports terminology. Uh, the app's called Iparangi Pāmamao. Ipurangi Pamamao, and it's been developed with the help of Auckland University. It's aimed to support teachers, sports media, and anyone else eager to learn. And it includes a compilation of words like nonoke, which is scrum, tikape, which is hooker, haika, which is fullback. And Hemana has established these terms over the years with the support of various iwi. He joins us now. Hello there. Tēnā koe. <coughs> Tēnā koe. Kei te pēha koe. Lovely to have you on the show today. Has Māori sports broadcasting changed much over the course of your career? In, in terms of exposure, uh, yes, it has changed quite a bit because it's not often uh, used now uh, uh, because it's a due of uh, shortage of commentators, for starters. And um, the plan is hopefully to increase more Tereo sports commentators in those various sports uh, that I have translated. And and an opportunity for our rangatahi uh, from the schools could have cope up or up. Once they've got a command of the knowledge of that particular sports, uh, then it's just a matter of top and tail and teaching them how to be a commentator. And that that can be easily done in, in a day, just in, uh, how, what, what are the things that they need to look out for. And always remember there's a difference between commentating on radio and commentating on television. So those are the, uh, the, the, the little things that will be added on once they've chosen they want to be a, a little commentator. And I'll be offering that in due course. There was no guidebook when you got started. You're dead right. There was nothing because in 1988, I went down to Tauraferi Dedeo and I asked the Māori Language Commissioner there, who was, happened to be uh, Timothy Karatu, and I asked him, uh, uh, Timothy, do you have a uh, Māori sports dictionary? And he said, no, go away and make one. <laughs> That's exactly what he said to me in Māori. And so I knew right there and then, in 1988, there was very little or nothing that one could use to commentate sports on. So that was the uh, the seed sown right there. I knew there was nothing, so I can start off with start afresh and start this journey uh, with uh, creating this Māori. Uh, I wouldn't say the dictionary, to be quite precise. It would be more like an encyclopedia because, as you know, as I do, that a dictionary is just uh, between uh, a written translation, either Māori English or English Māori, and it's written. Uh, Ipurani Pamama has a combination of audio and il- illustrations okay. to to highlight what those action uh, words are, what are the positions in Māori, uh, and I'll have diagrams of a... Um, uh, the different uh, team sports like a graphical rugby league and have the Māori names up there, basketball, netball, soccer. The Māori names will be up there in the graphic. So that's that's what's coming up. Um, you opted early in your commentary that you wouldn't just try and, um, I think the word is transliterate, you wouldn't, you wouldn't yes. try and find a Māori word that sounded like scrum. Um, yes. Instead, you would find a... a um, 
a word kupu is what I'm looking for, isn't it? That um, yes, yes, that had its own identity. And, and why did you do that? And can you give us a couple of examples of what you came up with? Certainly. Um, uh, firstly, uh, I ran into uh, James uh, Henry, and I asked him at a, a funeral. So James, I'm about to start broadcasting live Māori sports commentary in uh, Carlo Park in July 1988. He says, oh, good. So uh, what's the question? The trouble is it's in my dialect, my two-word dialect. Is that okay? He put his hand on my shoulder and he says to me uh, that the, whatever words you come out is Edo Māori, that is for all of us. Huh. That was my visa stamped right there. Yeah. Whatever words I come up, it doesn't matter which dialect I use, it'll be heard for the first time as a live commentary. And so that's exactly what happened. And then I shot off down to, to my hometown in Rātoti, uh, gathered a couple of, uh, of my uncles together, a bit of a, a, a whiskey just to warm them up. Yeah. And then, uh, then I sat them around in a circle and I said to them, uh, uncles, uh, I'd like to have the Māori names for the positions of rugby and rugby league. Do not give me translations, uh, little translations, like halfback, half a peke. No, 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 no. I want the real, real, real McCoy and explain to me. And so I started, and the first one he gave me was uh, Haika. Yeah. Uh, Haika? I said, for fullback. He said, yes. Explain to me why. The anchor holds the waka steady. It doesn't allow the waka to float away. In our, in, our, in, our, in our older days, yes. And the anchor is always the last person of defense in warfare. He's right at the back. He's ensuring everything is all leading from the back to the front. Sometimes the leaders bleed from the front, and they die quickly. Maori's are clever. They lead from the back, send the troops out first. <laughs> but he explained it to me. Yeah. The anchor is the key man, yeah. and the anchor is the last, last line of defense was the fullback. So that's how that terminology came about. Yeah, that's cool. The other one he talked about was uh, the hooker, Kaikikape. Uh, and then another kaumatu stood up and uh, using his fingers, he described to me uh, on a table, what is my fingers doing? I said, uh, you're scratching the top, on top of the table. He says, imagine that a bird in the bush or, uh, or walking along the grass scratching for worms, isn't it? I said, yes, that's right. So what does a hooker do in a scrum? <laughs> well, he's scratching the ball back. Oh, hooker, I was just scooping the ball back. That's your word, hooker. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, used, uh, using those analogies to give me where I wanted, what I wanted. And, of course, that scrum was a very important part of any game, whether it's rugby or rugby league, was on the nookie. And then the nonuke, uh, what it means is when you put your scrum down, he put his two hands together, clasped his hands and palms facing down, and he started going from side to side, left to right, uh, with his hands still clasped. He said that is the art of nonuke, is pushing against each other as a group. And that was what the scrum did. And that was how I picked up my, uh, my terminology uh, for rugby and rugby league, which were the first two sports I commentated on. Yeah. It's a living language, eh? And you, yes. you've seen this continue to live, and, and I'm sure even now commentators, and it's you know more and more common to have te reo Māori commentary available. I think Sky has a, a Māori um, commentary option. You, you must have seen those ideas that you had grow, develop, and, and continue to flourish. 
Uh, yes, uh, I did, um, especially when I went over to television in uh, Sky TV in 2000, uh, where I was able to, where they invited me to go and uh, do live broadcasts on Sky Sports, and so that was a new platform for me. And but I was uh, I was able to utilise broadcasting live on Sky Sports, as well as plugged in uh, into a telephone line, and that allowed me to do conduct a dual broadcast to the EWI radios at the same time. And uh, so the dual broadcasting started in 2000, uh, 2000, 2001, all the way through. So the, the uh, what sort of assisted me, I guess, was as a joint relationship with Sky Television. Uh, I became part of the crew wherever they went. I went. I plotted my own uh, games that I wanted to go, uh, and uh, raked my own uh, management and administration travel and that. Uh, wherever wherever they went, I went. But in my own time, but we joined up together to do the commentary. So uh, that was just another enlargement of using uh, what I thought was a, a, a innovation uh, going live on Sky, not knowing uh, that it's going to be to all those venues uh, all, all over the country, and more importantly. Uh, in 2000, Sky was able to hook me up with B Sky B, and I went and followed the, the 2000 World Cup Kiwis and Maoris over to Great Britain. And uh, as I got to each venue, all my equipment was ready, the monitors was ready, the sound effects was ready. All I had to do was sit down, put on the headphones, got my team sheets, get practice myself ready, and then when the game was on, then away I went and I broadcasted live. All the way back to New Zealand. That's so cool. Hey, um, last word on the app. Um, where yes. can people find it, and um, and who do you hope will be helped by it? All right, good point. The, the app is, is on a URL, and it's called it's called Māori Sportscasting Innovations. That is the name of the app, and they can uh, log into that, uh, and, and they'll log in, and they'll get certain information that will be allowed to them. They need to come to do, to do a course. It's a one-day seminar because to get into the app, there's certain things you got to uh, process that you got to get through to open up the app and to uh, to have a look at which where it is that you want to go, go to, uh, and that is uh, available. Uh, probably um, like this course that I'm running tomorrow for a week. And this is targeted for school teachers. 90% of the app is for teachers to use it as a lesson plan in the classroom. They can just uh, plug into the app and throw the projector on the screen, and they can uh, just take it straight from the screen. There's a word, there's an audio, and there's a picture. Love it. Showing them what what it is. So it's unique in its own sense, and uh, accolades from the people who attended the launch today. It's totally a new innovation, and they just can't wait to get in and use it. Himano, it says here you're 77 years old. That's not right, is it? All of 777, yes. Heaps of energy still, eh? Uh, well, you know, when I you know when I say that seventy seven, um, I started learning the language when I was four. I grew up in the language and I smoked an open fire and read hot embers. You know, we spoke Maori at home fluently, and as I grew up, the language went with me. And playing sports, our, our, we spoke in Maori, and our, and our aunties and uncles on the side were yelling at us in Maori. All the way through to my teenage years, that that sports uh, terminology still stayed with me. It stayed in my dialect, and it was an asset to us as Maori playing in the, in the competitions in Fakatane. Most of the teams were Pakis, so we were able to talk in Maori. They didn't know what our moves were. <laughs> Love that. All so right. that was the beauty of it. And so, uh, in essence, ninety uh, percent is for uh, for the Ministry of Education. I've just got to look at how I design, have a meeting with the ministry, say, yeah. look. This is your app. Now, um, 
uh, you need to own it, and I'm quite prepared to show you how to own it, and we'll discuss about the, the, the costings Good of stuff. membership later. Hemana, uh, tenakwe, thank you so much for your time today, and, uh, and well done on this great achievement and um, the many achievements of your illustrious thank career. You. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Hemana waka who has a new app he's developed with the help of Auckland University, Ipirangi Pama Mao.